Hello, funky listeners. We're back. Um, this is a, another episode of Funk Radio, uh, episode 159 to be exact. And this is your lovely host, Kyle, question mark. And this is your lovely host, Peter, with an exclamation mark. Yeah, we took, I think we mentioned in our last episode uh, that we took a bit of a hiatus over the summer because we had weddings and family stuff to attend to. And now we are back because that stuff is over. So, yes, and uh, I'm I'm glad to be back. And uh, it it was nice taking a little bit of time off, I guess. Um, I know we've taken hiatuses that were probably actually longer than that and unplanned. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much just like we couldn't think of anything, so we stopped for like two months. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this was probably one of our first ones that was actually intentional. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've been gone for what, about a month-ish, month and a half-ish? Yeah, uh, so since early June. We figured before we kind of get back into the full swing of things, uh, we would kind of take this episode to kind of cover everything that's happened in the last month or so. Um in the world of music and in our own worlds, I guess, too. Yeah, it's like John Oliver's last week tonight, except it's last month today. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. So, in our next episode, we are going to be reviewing the new album by the Avalanches called Wildflower. I'm super stoked to talk about that. Me too. And we're going to have a, a friend of ours, Dan, joining us for that, hopefully, unless mm-hmm. he dies in the meantime. DJ Dan Laser. Um, so that was, in terms of albums coming out, that was probably the biggest thing. Uh, although I will mm-hmm. say the, um, I mentioned this in our, one of our last episodes before the hiatus, that new album by the Monkees. It was like their first album in twenty or thirty years that mm-hmm. came out maybe two months ago. Um, that's kind of been on. That's probably been some of my summer music lately too. And that's a that's a good album. I can take it. Uh, I've been listening to this album that came out in early June by this new bluesy band called Calio. I think it's called like AB or something. I don't remember. Mm. But uh, it's their premiere album, and they're this bluesy band from Iceland, and they have a really cool sound. I actually bought tickets to see them in October. Cool. Because they were actually pretty cheap because they're still a little unknown. Oh, yeah. That's cool. I I, I presume that's not in iceland no god no they're they're touring the u.s uh it's gonna be in hollywood i think for two tickets it was like 50 bucks so oh that's super good mm-hmm. you just have to drive through hollywood exactly that's the sucky part i might either take the t- train or like leave early and grab food or something i don't know mm. but yeah that's something that to look forward to i will report from the front cool yeah when did you say that oh october mm-hmm. cool late october well, that's most of what's been happening with us personally, music-wise, I think. Have any artists died that we should cover? I, oh, I, I think there I, was somebody that you mentioned, it, but. but I don't remember who it was. It wasn't any huge name like Prince. Yeah, but I don't remember, unfortunately. Just Google, tell me who died. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, we did have two kind of major-ish things to talk about in this uh in this episode i guess first we should i I think we kind of have to uh discuss the led zeppelin trial that occurred yeah 
Uh, I don't know if we ended up mentioning it beforehand or because the whole thing kind of was like a whirlwind. It took place very quickly. But apparently mm-hmm. this small band uh, from the early 70s named Spirit tried to sue Led Zeppelin saying that their song Stairway to Heaven copied a song that they wrote called Taurus, I believe. Yeah, it was Taurus. Another case of like little band going against, up against big band. Yeah, big band. Uh, and the jury ruled in Led Zeppelin's favor, saying that, you know, there wasn't enough evidence, basically, that they deliberately copied the song just because they sounded similar. Um, it's so funny, though, because when I first heard about this, I immediately remembered the um, Vanilla Ice Dave, uh, Queen controversy with the song Under Pressure mm. and Vanilla yeah. Ice. I forgot what song he had. He had a song that, like, the beginning... Sounded exactly the same. Oh, yeah. And everyone called him out for it. And he's like, no, theirs goes do, 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 do. But mine goes do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, like everyone's just That's like, funny. okay. Um, but yeah, it's just funny. I don't know. When I, when I heard about this, it just reminded me of that. Um, so what was the result of that trial? Because I I didn't really know that was. A th- I, I don't think there. Thing. I don't. I don't believe there was. A, I don't believe there was actually a trial. I think uh, it was just like a tri- trial of trial of the public. Got it. Like then he was never formally sued for it. It's just people were just like, "Hey, that sounds exactly like that song," hmm. and he kind of got shit for it. Um, just, but, just say it's just say it's homage and move on. Yeah, exactly. I'm not copying. Yeah. Um. It's satire. So yeah, the the. The Led Zeppelin trial. I mean, apparently it was kind of like a, a, kind of kind of an amusing show in itself because there was all the you know all these like legends, music legends that came on and were giving their two cents, and I think even some of the members of Led Zeppelin kind of spoke about how gave their inspiration gave testimony, like their inspiration of how the song came about. For you know, some of them were you know publicly speaking for the first time in probably a couple decades. I think one of the one of the major parts of it was actually when I don't remember who it was, you listeners can go read and look this up. It's been a little while since I've read about this. But there there was the one guy that somebody brought in who was like some music professor and was basically saying like Led Zeppelin didn't copy your song. Here's songs from like centuries past that use the exact same melody. And he was basically like playing melodies from like a dozen different songs saying like they all use the same one. It's not just you or it's not just Led Zeppelin. Oh, like they're all tied. They're all tied to like a specific set of chords or scale or whatever. I don't know. Exactly. So he, I guess the point of his whole thing was like, it's, it's, they're, they're like thinking too small. It's like a much bigger thing that they're, that's, it's a part of. Like by this band acting like they were the first ones to come up with it. It's funny because it's been done far before them. Yeah. So for them to say Led Zeppelin copied us, it's like, no, Led Zeppelin copied, you know, dozens of songs prior that all yeah. come from the same scale. Or set of and notes. I think I read that this isn't the first time that they've been sued for this particular song. Uh, I don't remember who in the past has tried to, you know, get them for this. But mm-hmm. uh, I think it's like you said earlier, you know, any time that a big band has, you know, a legendary hit, there are almost certainly going to be smaller bands who are like, hey, we came up with that first, if it's even similar. Mm-hmm. And and I wonder if, because, you know, a big thing was that um, Spirit, the band that was suing them, 
said that they opened for Led Zeppelin like a whole bunch around the time that this song was written. Really? Yeah, and then then and then, but I don't remember whether they said they they ever actually played Taurus like during those times, but that that was a big thing. They were like, "Hey, we were opening for you," and then you took this song from. So they were like, "Well, that's how you got the inspiration for it." So that that was kind of their argument, I guess. Apparently, in the end, it didn't stand up. Yeah. So very often, it's it's in those kinds of creative situations. It's it's hard to prove. Uh, I guess malicious intent uh the other case i know we did talk about is the marvin gay uh robin thick case uh, yeah. that was a bit more that was proven to be basically intentional mm-hmm. but that was a bit more kind of I, mean, I felt when you play the two songs back to back i felt that was a bit more cut and dry uh, speaking of which do we have clips of both of these songs um i think we should play them and let our listeners decide okay. so um let's First, play a clip from Stairway to Heaven by Led Zeppelin, which I'm hoping everyone has already heard by now. Mm-hmm. And now, by comparison, let's hear a bit of Taurus by Spirit. So yeah, um, you listeners can decide whether you think Led Zeppelin copied them. Let us know on our Facebook page. <laughs> you could, but legally they didn't. Yeah, so it's already been decided. <laughs> I mean, it's funny, this is the second kind of major song copyrights case to come up with uh, within a year time span for two major artists. It's mm. kind of funny. I wonder if this is going to be starting to happen more and more because, you know, People like to get their monies. I would hope not. And the timing yeah. of this one is weird too, because both of those songs are like forty years old. Yeah, you know? that's 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 what's so funny about it. It's like if they really thought they were similar, they they could have sued. You know, the, the year it came out. Why wait forty years? Seems kind of odd. Not sure. So our other topic for this episode, I, I've been reading a lot lately about this potential industry change in the format that we all know and love uh, for headphones that little three point what is it 3.5 millimeter Mm -hmm. plug um that you know has that i was reading somewhere i mean has literally been used for like a century there's there's talk about that possibly changing in the coming um couple of years because smartphones are starting to get rid of that headphone jack completely um in favor of headphones that use the new USB-C standard, which even that isn't on more than a couple of phones right now. Yeah, um, they're slowly starting to switch to USB-C. I actually have a bit of an anecdote about that. When I was uh, down in Carlsbad with Dan, of all people, mm. I forgot my phone charger. So I'm like, hey, can we run to Best Buy quick and see so I can see if I can grab a, U- a USB-C charger and mm. run to Best Buy, who sells cell phones, and yet half the people didn't know what the hell I was talking about. They're like, USB-C? What? Yeah. I'm like, wow. uh, yeah, it's a new port that's on 
a lot of phones. Now, the problem, I think, with Best Buy was most of the phones that have USB-C, the Nexus, the OnePlus 3 or whatever, mm. um, are off-contract phones. Oh, they don't sell them at Best Buy. They sell them at Best Buy, but they're off-contract phones. They don't sell them through manufacturers or through carriers, I mean. Mm-hmm. And that's where Best Buy makes a lot of its money. So it's more familiar with phones sold through carriers like the Samsung than it is mm. with these phones. Uh, so I ended up finding a cable for USB to USB-C in the computer department of all places. Because I'm like, well, maybe <laughs> it's in the computer's department because the new Macs, the new MacBooks use USB-C. And even one of the computer guys was like... Or do they use... Sorry, do they use that or do they use the lightning plug? No, they use USB-C. Uh, the new... I forget. Interesting. It's called like the... It's, it's the new MacBook that's kind of replacing the MacBook Air. It's super thin. Mm. And it only has one USB-C port that's used for both charging and transferring data and whatnot. Mm. But... I figured, I'm like, okay, well, if that thing uses it, I gotta have something for it, like, you know, a USB to USB-C thing. And I finally found mm-hmm. one. It was horribly overpriced. But what are you gonna do? You gotta charge your phone. It was just funny that, like, despite it slowly coming into uh, prevalence with phone manufacturers and being used by Apple, still, you know, a lot of people haven't heard of it. So Yeah, well, I mean, you're right, though. I mean, there's really only a couple of non- major carrier phones that are using it right now. Mm-hmm. And I think you and I have the same type of phone. They both happen to use this new thing. Um, but most people have never, like you said, have never heard of it. And so it's probably mm-hmm. going to take not only a couple of years just to switch all the phones over, but then to see whether this actually becomes the new standard for for headphones too. And that that there's kind of a whole list of pros and cons for that whole thing. Pros being, well, they can make phones thinner uh, because the headphone, even though headphone jack seems very small to me, but I guess even that is um, restricting them from making it even thinner. Someone made a good point about about headphone jacks. Although the the port that you're putting it into is generally very small, the, I guess what you would call the connector itself is actually pretty damn long compared to, say... Uh, uh, charging cable connector. So yeah. when they when you put it up in the phone, it's it's taking up a lot of vertical space in the phone that could otherwise be taken up by screen space. Mm. That's why a lot of phones have what they call like a chin and a, and a forehead where it's like the bezel is taller at the bottom and top. It's not only because of speakers, but because of the headphone jack being longer. Uh, I never thought about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's one pro of it. Uh, another one would be Hell, I don't, I don't even remember what the other pros are, um, but there's a fair number of cons. One, the obvious one being that you'd have to replace all of your headphones, mm-hmm. um, especially for people who have, you know, very expensive headphones. That can be an issue unless they get an adapter, USB-C to 3.5 millimeter. Mm-hmm. And I, I've also, one of the concerns I've been reading in a lot of places is that, you know, if you were to buy, say, a $50 pair of headphones that was five 3.5 millimeter and then in the same price for a USB-C uh, heads, mm-hmm. headphones, the quality is not the same since USB-C is digital and 3.5 millimeter is analog. Ah. So there there's kind of a, an argument there about, well, to get the same quality I'm getting today, I'm going to need to be spending more. Yeah. Now, right now in phones, when you 
even though 3.5 millimeter is itself analog, your phone obviously is completely digital. So it's converting those digital signals into analog for your headphones. Uh, uh, in this other case, I guess it would just be straight digital. I don't know. There, and there's more technicalities to that, but I don't remember them on the top of my head. Yeah. Um, yeah, basically, if you're using USB-C or I guess in the case of Apple Lightning Connector, as opposed to headphones, you're basically bypassing that uh, digital to anal- or analog to digital conversion or whatever, because it's, like you said, yeah. it's just digital to digital. So I'm wondering if that will end up kind of degrading sound or making it better. I don't know because it's not you know having to go through a trans- transformation process. It's more straight through. I don't know. I don't know how sound works. <laughs> but an issue to me that I just don't like for sake of principle is that if Apple is going to keep using the lightning port on iPhones, Mm -hmm. then they're going to have obviously headphones that are only compatible with an iPhone and you can't use it anywhere else. And that, that really bugs me. I know Apple is doing that already with everything, but yeah, that's, that's a very good point. It's headphones are going to end up being split up just like phones are where Android uses USB-C headphones and Apple uses, um, Lightning headphones, which I think is part of the reason that they bought Beats, so that Beats mm-hmm. are going to turn into like a proprietary Apple-only, you know, headset thing. kind of thing. I don't know. The the, the worst that could ha- is probably going to happen with that is there will be adapters of sorts where you have to like plug an adapter in, which is already kind of annoying. Um, mm-hmm. However, I guess my further question is, more and more headphones seem to be moving towards uh, wireless anyways. So would this just kind of accelerate that movement towards all wireless headphones and just eventually kill wired headphones? It very well may. Um, I know that that is another argument too. I forgot about that is that, you know, with all this issues going on, a lot of people may just switch to Bluetooth at this point just mm-hmm. to not because cause that, that's something that's a standard that's compatible everywhere. And here's, so. here's another thought with that. Uh, I guess it would be a con unless you use Bluetooth is you couldn't charge your phone and listen to something with headphones at the same time. That's I another. Don't how, I don't know how many people do that, but it's just. It's a thing that happens. Issue. I think I've done it certainly. Yeah. And so. I, I know that it is listed as a con on some articles. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I, I know that the iPhone 7 or whatever the one that's coming up, you know, later this year, I don't really keep up with all the. Apple leaks and all that shit. It's constant people going crazy over stuff that may not even be true. But um, yeah. there was, I know I, you, we were talking about this before we started recording that the iPhone seven is rumored to not have a headphone port. I, there was an article that, or was some, some news came out within the last 24 hours that said that it is not going to have it, but it is going to include an adapter for 3.5 millimeter and to lightning, which, which like a dongle or something, which seems odd. And I mean, I'm if they do include it, that would be nice. Mm-hmm. But that just seems like an extra thing you have to tack on all your wires and shit. Uh, yeah, and I guess here here would be my question, and I don't know if they've answered that yet. Uh, Apple products always come with those goofy Apple Apple ear pods or earbuds or whatever. Are the mm-hmm. new are the new earbuds going to be um, 
lightning connectors? Are they going to be finally go to wireless earbuds? Or are they going to keep going with the 3.5, expecting you to use the adapter for now? I think it said, and I go, and again, these are like rumors. We, there's no actual official announcements about this, but I, I think it said that it wasn't going, it was not going to include headphones that use the new standard, oh. even though the phone itself uses it. Which that's dumb. Is stupid, but I don't know. It, I See, don't know. It's, it's just if, a rumor. If Apple was smart, which maybe they are, maybe they will, uh, they would come out with a wireless version of their earbuds. Mm-hmm. Find a way to make them cost effective because I guarantee those earbuds are cheap as shit to make. They're not very good sound quality. Um, yeah, and make a cost effective Bluetooth headphone that comes with every iPhone, and that more than anything would, I think, spur um, more wireless headphones to become mainstream. If everyone gets mm-hmm. one with their iPhone, you know, the the problem with that uh, from Apple's perspective is that they can't corner the market that way. Because, you know, if they limit people to, and obviously it has Bluetooth, so you're not completely limited, but if you're encouraging people to use, you know, the lightning port headphones, then really mm-hmm. all of that money for lightning port headphones is going straight to them rather than, you know, Bluetooth headphones that, you know, you can buy any brand you uh, want. Oh, I see what you're saying. And the, whatever, another another thing in this rumor that I read was that whatever company they were working with to kind of set the standard for the headphone thing. Anybody else who makes headphones for the iPhone 7 has to pay some kind of fees to this company or to Apple to make headphones compatible with it. Mm-hmm. So essentially they're yeah, like they're they're basically cornering that market saying, "Yeah, you can have use our headphones, but you have to buy them through us." Essentially. Oh, I see. So it's it's basically like a fork in the road for Apple. They can either be, they can either be assholes and forcibly corner a market by basically creating a market for their goofy like mm-hmm. connector or they could create bluetooth headphones uh proprietary bluetooth headphones and expand the market that way, the current existing market that way so yeah I and knowing and knowing apple i think we know which way they're gonna go touche um, um i i regarding um bluetooth headphones uh, we don't have to get too in depth with this, but I've I've looked once or twice to try to you know thinking about converting to that. Mm-hmm. But the, the problem is that like they're so to get a good pair that's rated well. I mean, you have to probably spend almost two hundred dollars. Yeah, if you want a good pair of over ear, good sounding ones, then they're pretty damn pricey. Now I went the other route. I got a cheapy pair of this brand called M Power or something. For thirty bucks, mm-hmm. and they're they're just the little earbud ones that where the, the connector kind of just sits behind your neck, and oh, yeah. I use those sometimes when I work out, and they're fine. They're not great. They sound about the same sound quality as like earbuds, mm-hmm. but they're wireless, you know. Yeah, so, that's good. Yeah, uh, I mean, I I would like to switch that at some point, but the pair the the wired pair I have right now I really like, and mm-hmm. I don't really want to take a step down especially if i'm spending that much money you know and you know, say, even something for a hundred dollars everybody like a lot of people are saying like they don't sound good or they break yeah and that's that's what i was going to say too a lot of your bluetooth sorry headphones seem to be aiming at kind of the fitness running market mm. so they're all earbuds there's not a lot of over the ear sound uh, wireless headphones yet that are good yeah uh was there anything else you wanted to cover uh in this 
interim episode? Um, I felt we actually we actually did a pretty good job because usually when we come back from one of these, we're just super groggy and like take yeah. forever to kind of get back up to speed. But I feel like we're doing pretty good. It's like I've been on a bender. Um, <laughs> I can't think of it. I mean, aside from the obvious fad of Pokemon Go that's sweeping the nation. Oh, yeah, that happened too. <laughs> uh, during our time away. And yes, I have been sucked into it. Uh, Peter was sucked into it, but then he didn't realize he... Wasn't supposed to throw his phone to catch a Pokemon, so now his phone is broke. <laughs> That's one way to I'm, tell the story. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> there was like a there was a funny YouTube video about that though, where this guy's like, "Oh, Pokemon Go," and it's like throw throw a Pokeball to catch Pokemon, and he throws his phone. <laughs> uh, I, I liked. Um, we, we keep mentioning it. This is like the third time we mentioned Dan in this episode. I, I liked his idea for Pokemon Stay. Or you can just catch, catch Pokemon by just sitting on your ass on the couch. That's my, that's my kind of game. <laughs> they, there is that. It's called the, all the other Pokemon games. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go get myself a Game Boy. Dude, uh, the, the 2DS, the one that I have that looks like a cake wedge, is oh, yeah. 80 bucks right now. Mm. Go get yourself one of those. Play some Nintendo games. Well, see, I was thinking of like a, one of the old black and white ones. Those actually go for a lot of money because they're like antiques at this point. Yeah. I, um, there's a used bookstore by me that also happens to sell uh, used electronics. It's kind of mm. like a general thrift store. Okay. And they had some uh, old Game Boy Colors. They were selling them for like 60, 70 bucks. It was like, shit. Wow. I mean, that's probably, you know, half of what they were, what they cost to buy in 1995 or whatever. But yeah. To hold their value that well for 20 years, it's pretty crazy. I guess the uh, the only solution is to use Raspberry Pi and 3D, 3D really, print the, the thing and really then use the emulator. That. I was really thinking about doing that for a while because um, they had the Raspberry Pi on sale. Did you end up doing anything with that? No, I want to, but I need to get someone to 3D print me the case. Well, if you listeners want to know what kind of Game Boy Kyle makes. I was going to say tell us on Facebook, but... I'd be telling you, <laughs> yeah, them, but yes. Listen to us on Facebook at facebook.com slash getyourfunk. I guess we're still on SoundCloud. I forgot, I completely forgot about, what was it, MixCloud? I think we're going to try to see if we can put some stuff there too. Yeah. Because we stopped playing, paying for SoundCloud because we were tired of paying them money. But we can have a few tracks up there at a time for free. But Mixcloud is free for everything, so we'll see. If you okay, so there's SoundCloud.com slash getyourfunk. I think it's also Mixcloud.com slash getyourfunk. Let me see. It was. It's been a while since I set it up. Yep, that's right. So, oh, and nobody's nobody's listened to it. The episode Aww. I put it was. <laughs> to be fair, I haven't I haven't put any effort into like getting people to follow us there. So. Like I mentioned at the beginning, uh, catch our next episode where we do another album review, and that should be a lot of fun. We're happy to be back in the funk groove, and we hope you look forward to future episodes on hopefully a more regular basis. (laughs) Hmm. Yay! So this has been your host, Kyle. And this has been your host, Peter. If we said that already, I'm sorry. Uh, Bye. We love you. We should never apologize for saying our names. This is true. Unless our name is...
like Ogre McShitface. <laughs> you know, as I, go, I was just about to say, there's a lot of other things in the show we probably should apologize for. And that was probably that's, one of them. That's now one of them, yes. Bye. Bye.